Welcome to the week with Japan Forward. I'm Ariel Buzetto, a journalist at Japan Forward. With this podcast, we bring to busy people this week's news from Japan in less than 10 minutes. Have a listen. Sankei Shinbun and Fuji News Network conducted a poll nationwide on May 21st and May 22nd. The result showed that 64.7% of respondents favored Japan acquiring enemy based strike capabilities. For historically pacifist Japan, it seems clear that factors pushing these opinions include the war in Ukraine and North Korea's successive missile launches. Another key figure of the poll was that Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's approval rating was at 68.9%. This is up 3% from the previous month. The poll identified two factors in the approval rates above 60% that have been going on for the past eight months. The first one was the handling of COVID 19, and the second, the response to the war in Ukraine. Other questions in the poll went to tackle issues such as energy, South Korea, and the upcoming upper house elections. If you want to know more about the poll, read Poll 64% See Enemy Base Strike Capability as Necessary on the Japan Forward website. It's been two weeks since US President Joe Biden visited Tokyo. Biden's trip was most remembered for his response to a question on whether the US was prepared to intervene militarily to defend Taiwan. Yes, he replied. That's the commitment that we made. This week, the Canon Institute of Global Studies director, Kunihiko Miyake, steps back a little and talks about the issue of strategic ambiguity in his article. Miyake looks at what is the origins of the US policy towards Taiwan. Specifically, he looks at Henry Kissinger. Now, 99 years old, Kissinger was Secretary of State under Richard Nixon, the first administration to visit Communist China in 1972. Miyake argues quote, The magic of deterring a Taiwan contingency through ambiguity, which has been in place since 1972, may no longer be effective due to dramatic advancement of Chinese military power. In other fields, China's influence on Taiwan continues to remain a topic of debate. This week, we published an editorial looking at how the World Health Organization blocked Taiwan's participation as an observer in the May 22nd, 28th Assembly. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken pushed back to this decision. He praised Taiwan's COVID response and pointed out that, quote, There is no reasonable justification to exclude its participation, which will benefit the world. The editorial details how China's influence in the WHO brought to this result. If you want to know more, read the articles Deterring China, The Vanishing Kissinger Magic, and Editorial Who Bends to China Again, Block Taiwan on the Japan Forward website. With the start of June, it was an important period for travelers to Japan as it marked the relaxing of many norms to enter the country. From June 1st, 20,000 people per day were allowed to enter Japan. Travelers from low risk categories countries, having uploaded their documents beforehand, could go straight into immigration upon arrival. But there were other things that were changing as well. In an article published on Japan Forward, me and Sean Fernando looked at some of the issues that are developing on the issue of travel. Such as changes in mask wearing guidelines and the impact of travel to Asia from the war in Ukraine. If you want to know more, read the article Japan Finally Opens to Visitors as Infection Rates Drop on our website. <laughs> <laughs>
Gamers around the world avidly follow the calendar of events and game releases, and it seems like there is always something going on. But what happens in the quiet before the storm? IGN Japan Editor-in-Chief Daniel Robson takes us behind the curtain in what he has been preparing before the busy month of June. His infectious writing communicates some of the challenges, but mainly the fun moments, of covering live events all over the world, both in gaming and in the music world. Read until the end of his column to find out about Daniel's passion for Star Wars and Star Wars Day, which aptly derives from May the Fourth Be With You. To find out more, read Gamers World Making the Most of the Calm Before June on Japan Forward website. Find more columns by Daniel on the Japan Forward website under Gamers World. When talking about whaling, we often see it through a present-day lens, but it's useful to look back at the origins of the practice. We published a Sankei article part of the series that looks at whales in the Japanese landscape. The article looks at a regional guide compiled by authorities in the Edo period called Kizoku Fudoki. The excerpt of the guide tells the story of a Japanese coastline links with the Wada family, a clan famous during the war-filled Kamakura period. Sankei journalist Hideaki Sakamoto explores in his article a possible link of the Wada family to the practice of whaling in a journey that straddles the mythical and the historical. If you want to know the details, read Whales in the Japanese Landscape, the Power of Warrior Spirit on the Japan Forward website. Find related content to whaling on the specialized website, Whaling Today. As the war in Ukraine rages on, the priority for many Ukrainians is survival. For athletes, it's also been a difficult time to keep a straining schedule. Ed Odevin, in his weekly column, looks at how the Ukrainian amateur sumo team came to Japan to train in preparation for the 2022 World Games in Birmingham, Alabama, US. Going from July 7th to 17th, the championship features 30 sports, 100 plus nations and 3,600 athletes. Ed looks also into the development of sumo in Ukraine and Ukrainian heritage in the sport, including that of Yokozuna Taiho. Ed writes, quote, The 2022 World Games will give Ukrainian wrestlers a chance to add another chapter to the annals of the sport. The fact that they are in Japan now, getting ready for July's tournament, is a feel-good story as the war rages on. If you want to find out more, read the column, Odds and Evens, Ukrainian Sumo Wrestlers Proudly Prepare to Compete for Their Country. Find more columns by Ed by searching Odds and Evens on the Japan Forward website and check out the specialized site, Sportslook. Last up. The Japan Racing Association keeps its fans entertained through many races across the calendar. But there are other aspects of the sport which can bring some happy relief as well. On May 26, the JARA opened a new rehabilitation research center in Iwaki, Fukushima Prefecture. On the day, a Sanke journalist saw five thoroughbreds taking a swim in a pool designed to rehabilitate injured horses. To find out more, read Hidden Wonders of Japan, Beautiful Racehorses Take a Therapeutic Dip at JRA's new facility. If you have a hidden wonder of Japan, let us know by clicking the link at the end of the article. Thank you guys for listening. You can get in touch on Twitter with me, at Ariel Buzetto. That's all for this week. Catch you next time.